0: The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, I'm Whitney Port, and this is With Wit. A lot of you may know me from reality TV, and the reality is, a lot's happened since the hills. With Wit is dedicated to having real, raw, and occasionally ridiculous conversations with the people who have had a profound impact on me. Life-changing moments, life-changing people. Because on With Wit, very little is off-limits. I'm so thankful that I get to wear so many different hats in my career. It gives me the opportunity to constantly meet new inspiring people. My two guests today are extremely creative and extraordinarily hardworking women who I've met throughout the years due to our similar career paths. Lauren Goris Ireland and Mariana Hewitt are here. These friends and partners are the geniuses behind Summer Fridays, a clean skincare line that is quick and effective, perfect for the woman who is busy and doesn't have time for facials or a long skincare routine. They're here to tell us all about their line and growing a clean business. So here are Lauren and Mariana. What a nice huh? intro. <laughs> oh, wow. I am like, very honored. Oh, my God. Good. I should probably get that approved before I read it. But it was perfect. I always wonder if then my guests are like, oh, gosh, that was horrible. <laughs> no,
1: that um, was so
0: good. Okay. So you guys are… Working together nonstop all the time, kind of doing everything together. How did you guys meet? Were you friends before and then business partners?
1: Yes. Okay, so tell us Which, the story. I think that makes a huge difference. I mean, we've known each other for more than a decade now. Oh my gosh! So we really know everything about each other. Our journeys were very similar. We both went to school for broadcast journalism. I was a news anchor. Mariana was a TV host for a while. We moved to LA. We started blogging, and we just always remained really good friends through all of it and always dreamed of doing something together, Yeah, um, but didn't exactly know that it would become Summer Fridays. Right.
2: And then on top of that, we're both from the Midwest. We're both Libras, and we're also neighbors.
1: Oh, my gosh. We literally do everything. No way. Mm -hmm. Do you ever get sick of each other? No. Never? (laughs) Never? Do you ever fight? Never.
0: No? No? Mm -mm. Oh, my God. You guys need to teach courses on, like, (laughs) relationships or something.
1: I know. We have a really good working relationship, but Mm -hmm. also a really deep friendship. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's so important. I think it helped that we knew each other really well before we started anything. But it's weird because so many people
0: tell you not to get involved in business with best Mm -hmm. friends,
2: you know? But it's also a marriage at the same time. Like, you have to think of going into business. Someone is getting married to someone, so you really should know what you're getting yourself into before you sign up for it. Right. And I think it did help in our situation that we knew each other so well because we knew what Mm -hmm. we were getting ourselves into. Like, I knew the type of person Lauren was. Lauren knew who I was. Mm -hmm. So it helped. But I think also getting to know someone could help you decide to maybe not do business with them. Yes. So I think
1: it is helpful to know people ahead of time. But I think when you know someone so well, and then there's that deep, deep trust. Yes. So that was the biggest thing. It, we literally asked ourselves, like, would we marry each other? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, I mean, and then you that, have to get into contracts and sign something. So it's right.
0: essentially like a marriage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But was that, that part awkward at the beginning? Like, getting into business, signing contracts, getting that whole thing? Because I feel like there's so many people out there that— don't necessarily have the courage to start something on their own and want Mm -hmm. to do it with a Mm -hmm. friend, but are very scared to start and very scared to like approach that, you know, relationship. I think if you have the same common goal, it shouldn't be difficult. So I think
2: if you both go into it knowing like this is what we're trying to accomplish, when you get into the legality of it, Mm -hmm. it's helpful because ultimately you guys both want the same thing and you want what's best for the company. So if it's best for the business, then it just makes
0: sense. Yeah. Oh, that's so nice. I wish I had (laughs) to start a company. We feel very fortunate. Yeah.
2: (laughs) It just makes it so much better too because I feel like the journey is not lonely because it would be so lonely to go through all of these things together not just in the business but like our life and our travel and and everything it's just so much better to go through it all with someone Mm -hmm. and you always have someone to talk to about your problems it's different talking to a personal person or even your employees because They're invested, but they're not as invested as a co-founder because it's both of your babies
0: together. Mm -hmm. So it's like really like co-parenting. Yeah. And you can (laughs) can really trust each other. And so when you're kind of stuck, you'll ask the other one, Mm -hmm. what should we do here? And you really trust that the person like is going to have the appropriate response. So then how did like skincare come about? I mean, were you guys both obsessed with skincare before you started the company?
1: Yeah, we definitely both very skincare obsessed. Mm -hmm. Um, At the time when we originally came up with the idea, I was really early pregnant with Ev. I was about like six or seven weeks pregnant when we had sat down and really officially said, okay, we're going to do skincare. We didn't know exactly at the time what that would look like. We had decided we wanted to do masks initially, but we didn't necessarily know we were going to launch with something called the jet lag mask or what yeah. that would look like or what it would become. Yeah. But we both really loved skincare, had a deep appreciation for it, knew how confident it made us feel. And we have really incredible skincare routines. Mm-hmm. And also at the time, you know, when you're early <sighs> pregnant, you're cleaning everything out. And I was essentially complaining. I just felt like I was cleaning everything out of my beauty closet. I couldn't really resonate with any of the brands that I was kind of swapping it for. I felt like I was losing out on something. And Mm -hmm. so this sort of idea of really going after something clean, but that was also really effective and felt cool and fun at the same time felt really exciting to us.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's so necessary. I, I remember when I was pregnant too, you're like, oh shit, I can't use any of the stuff I ever use. You then decided to do this mask. Like what was it about this mask that made it like the product you wanted to launch with as opposed to also a whole skincare collection, you know, because I think it's very rare. A lot of people want to come out with like Mm -hmm. a lot of products or when you have a clothing line, like a whole collection, as opposed to, you know, your business plan that was like, let's just have one hero product. Like what was the thought behind that?
2: I think being influencers was really like the best training for our jobs. And I think. As we receive packaging and PR, we knew we were so overwhelmed when we would receive a box from a brand and there would be eight products. You wouldn't even know which to try first. Right. Because you're like, do I try this? or And it's just confusing. Mm -hmm. And so we were like, this is how we like to personally receive stuff. So this is how we should launch. But launching with one is high risk, high reward. And it doesn't always work for all brands. So we wouldn't say maybe it might not work for another business, but it worked great for us. And in our scenario, it worked out really great. And Jetlag Mask was really inspired because I was like physically jet lagged. I always take the red eye to New York. I would wake up, be tired, usually have to go straight to work. And then being an influencer, you're more than likely going to be on camera for work. Right. So I was like, how can I look less tired? My skin not look so dry and dehydrated from the plane. And then Lauren's jet
0: lag life was then becoming a new mom. Right constantly tired and dull. Always tired. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I still feel tired. I don't know it goes away. It d- I don't know if it does either. I
0: keep on I waiting. Know. I'm just like, wait, I just need one more night of sleep, and then I'm going to be fine. Mm-hmm. And then the next day you wake yeah. up and you're like, no, I, I need more. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So, I mean, it must have been hard because the skincare industry you know, such a heavily saturated industry, especially you guys being influencers, like knowing how, like you said, how many products you get sent, how much people are trying to promote that. Like, were you scared about launching a product in the industry that was already so, you know, saturated?
1: You know, I think we get asked about the fear quite often and maybe ignorance is bliss, but we Mm -hmm. honestly didn't feel fearful. We were really, really excited and we were really eager. And I think again, because we launched with that one product and we felt so strongly about what that product was. We Mm -hmm. felt strong about the ingredients that were in it. It was really clean. It really worked. We felt such an emotional connection to the jet lag mask, Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. and we knew our community would love it. we you know, we're so connected to our communities. And I think we, we just felt so strong that they're going to connect with it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, in the beginning, when you start something, you we didn't know ever. We still don't know a lot, but we yeah. really didn't know anything then. I mean, I remember we would be on the phone with Sephora, like, Googling acronyms that they were saying because we didn't know. we like, yes, <laughs> yeah. yes, of course we can do that for you. And we're like, oh, God, what does that mean? Um, but we just figured it out. And yeah. I think there was a bit of that, you know, that feeling of, of being naive that was actually really beneficial because mm-hmm. it made us a bit more fearless, which totally. I think is good. And I think you also realize, too, that no one really has it all figured out. Even mm-hmm. the, the best of the best and the most experienced people, were all trying to figure it out because things changed constantly. Mm-hmm. And so we kind of retained this sense of flexibility and change and just really believing that we could make this work. And I think that really kind of carried us through any sort of fear that we, we may have felt.
0: Yeah. And it's also just the concept. It's like, yes, okay, so maybe a lot of skincare lines have masks and there are lots of masks out there, but there isn't necessarily something that is so targeted, like what how you guys are marketing it. It mm-hmm. is really all about marketing. And I think that's so genius. So what is in The jet-like mask that makes it like such a hero product. Mm-hmm. I think it's more than just a face mask. So chestnut extract is like a key ingredient
2: in there. Okay. And it lightly exfoliates at the same time. So it really like gets off some of the dead skin and then all the other ingredients can soak into your skin and make it just work so much better. Mm-hmm. So that's what makes it more of a mask than just a moisturizer, but mm-hmm. we really think it's like it's a multi mask. You can use it as an eye mask, a moisturizer, a face mask, a makeup primer on your hands, on your arms, on your body. On people use it on eczema. We've heard like miracle stories of people who have been on Accutane, nothing's worked for them, and jet lag masks save their skin. Or their son has eczema, and it's working on their body. So we hear all of these things, and it's like jet lag really can be used for everyone. And we love that Male, female, no matter what age you are, and because of the clean ingredients, Lauren's son can use it. And then we literally put it on him oh because he has really bad mm-hmm. And no then way. all the yeah. way up to my dad who's in his 80s. And so all our marketing is targeted to like, you know, Lauren and I and our, we have a key demographics, but we really love the versatility and like mm-hmm. the inclusivity of our brand that really anyone can use any, anything that we come out with. Mm-hmm. So then how has it evolved? Like, talk about all
0: the products that you've mm-hmm. launched since.
2: So the first three we worked on when Lauren was pregnant, and we worked on those before the brand had even come out. So we started formulating these products in 2016. We launched the brand in 2018, and then these were the products that came out in 2018 and 2019. So jet lag is first, then overtime masks is an exfoliating face mask, and then R&R is like a face – oil meets face mask meets serum all in one. It's so special. Mm -hmm. But then from our communities, we kept asking them from the beginning of when we launched, what ingredients, what products do you want next? What are your top skincare concerns? And over and over again, the product they wanted was a serum and their top skincare concerns were hyperpigmentation and dark spots. So we're like, okay, this is really what they want from us next. And I think looking at our key demographics or who we are as people to Like mid-20s to mid-30s were really like the core of who our audience was, and I think they're just coming out of a phase of breakouts, and so they're trying to fade the dark spots. They're Mm -hmm. trying to get rid of everything that was happening to their skin in their early Mm -hmm. 20s and late teens, Mm -hmm. and so we found that, okay, let's
0: make what they want. And then we created it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's so cool that the power of social media that you can yeah. have this proof of concept. Like, I recently was telling my agent that I really wanted to come out with a collection of socks, which is like so random mm-hmm. and weird. But I was like, I really want to do socks. And she was like, Well, do you have proof of concept? Like, have mm-hmm. you posted about socks? Like, do your followers care mm-hmm. about socks? Like, and I was like, I don't know. I saw you dancing <laughs> yesterday with your son with sweatpants and yeah. little socks on. <laughs> there so that <laughs> there's
2: my proof of there concept. <laughs> Comments. Yeah, there's my exactly.
0: first little commercial. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But
2: it takes a lot of the guesswork
1: out of it. Yeah. And like
2: even yeah. when Lauren and I are going into meetings beforehand, we had a meeting in Sephora a few months ago. And as we were going in that morning, we posted on Instagram and we took a poll on stories just to ask what people were wanting from us to see if it aligned with what we were presenting that day. Mm-hmm. And it did. And we're like, okay, we really are spot on. We have another product. I think by the time this podcast comes out, it's aligning with our next product launch. Yeah, and amazing. It's what people asked us for, and Lauren posted the other day on Instagram, "What What do you guys want next?" And they said this product that's coming out. Oh so my really gosh! People it. It How was
0: really wild! Weren't you like so happens. relieved and excited? Yes. Yeah.
1: And I think now there was with the first three products; those were obviously all masks. But I think we really built trust with our community in that where they Mm -hmm. then wanted more. They wanted Mm -hmm. more of the routine. But I think even what worked so well with jet lag and that being the first was it was something that was really simple and easy for them to add into their routine. It didn't Mm -hmm. necessarily replace anything. It was just a really nice addition. And then now hopefully we've given you know our community enough time to really trust the products we come out with. And so I think they're wanting more of those daily use products from us.
0: Yeah. I mean it's just so important that the product actually works because like the marketing won't matter if Mm -hmm. the product doesn't work. And so obviously whatever you guys are doing in terms of formulation is really working because you're getting this following. Okay. So let's talk about like schedule and stuff because I don't know how you guys do it. I mean, I know probably a million people ask you this, but it just feels like you're Always doing something. And maybe that's also, it's like social media and you never really, it's going on. Like lately, I've just been like taking a lot of pictures and videos and then like I'll post everything later because I don't like to be on my phone in the moment with Sunny, you know? So that's like an easier way sometimes to post. But like, how do you guys
1: manage it? And do you love being this busy? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think we manage it perfectly, but yeah. I think that's where we've sort of found the joy. And I think at, at least for me personally, there are so many different roles that I feel like I'm juggling at the moment in terms mm-hmm. of having a two-year-old son. And, yeah. he, and we launched our business when he was still really young. And then, you know, trying to be a good wife and a good daughter and a good friend. And mm-hmm. there's a lot of different, you know, roles that you're trying to kind of you know, perfectly balanced, but I think that's probably been the biggest lesson: is that no- nothing is ever in perfect harmony. Right. And so, I think once I really learned to forgive myself often and just accept that at certain times I'll be a bit stronger at certain roles, mm-hmm. it became much easier to to accept that and to be really strong at each role when I'm individually in it. Mm-hmm. So you know, you're you're imbalanced, <laughs> you're imperfect. Yeah. Um, but I I mean I'm so grateful for like this moment in time. Even even when I feel super overwhelmed, I just really kind of take a step back and think, wow, like what a gift it is that I f- even f- that I feel this overwhelmed in this moment. These were things that I dreamed of, you know, for years and years and years. Yeah. Not only to to be a mother, which was always a dream of mine. It was something I wanted more than anything in life. And then also really dreamed of of a career that I loved so much that I would want to stay up until four in the morning and, <laughs> yeah. and work on it. Like what a gift that is. So yeah. I think even through the exhaustion and all of that, I just I feel so, so grateful in this moment. And I think that you know, that gratitude really carries you through even on really busy days.
0: Yeah. I think that is so important to remember that like this, even though you don't want to think about it this way, like this could only be a phase. And so you have to really, <gasps> you know, so <laughs> like I know that
1: that's depressing <laughs> to think
0: about, but it's like mm-hmm. sometimes you, in order to be appreciative of what you have, like you have to be a realist and, and be like this, mm-hmm. I'm so lucky that all these opportunities are happening mm-hmm. and that people are calling and, you know, yeah.
2: I also think as far as the schedule goes, we were pretty stressed out in our summer Fridays life, I think until last summer, Mm -hmm. because as founders, you can't hire everybody at the beginning. So we were slowly hiring people. So there were departments and things Lauren and I were doing that we were just trying to figure out as we went. And then as time went on and our company got a little bit bigger, we could slowly start hiring people that kind of were in the departments of things Lauren and I were overseeing. Mm -hmm. And I think there was a a couple key hires we had last year that really freed up a lot of our day to day time so we could focus on the things we wanted to in the business. Mm -hmm. And then it also allowed us time to be influencers again, too, to really go back to like creating more content that we wanted to post, Mm -hmm. posting more frequently. Because I feel like for the last few years of Summer Fridays, we were just so busy trying to figure it all out and Mm -hmm. do everything. So I think we couldn't do everything we did in Summer Fridays in our influencer life without our teams. Like our employees and the people who are like sharing our vision for the brand – it's everything because of them and because of all the work that they do day to day. So I think that makes it possible. Totally, <laughs> there's no way we and could I do it without people them. People always
1: realize there's there's this incredible team behind what we you know are creating. So they may mm-hmm. they may follow us personally or they might follow the brand, but it really takes it takes such a team you know internally, and then it also I would say it takes such a village for us personally as well. And yeah. I think. I try to always, like especially as a mother, I try to be really transparent about that. That yeah. I am not magically, you know, staying home with my son all day and starting a business <laughs> and being in New York and London and Australia. I mean, that that's just not would, yeah. the reality. But I think sometimes you would be superhuman if that were actually know the case. One can do and, that. Yeah, it you know, doesn't happen if it it not would never happen. And yeah. everyone's journey looks a little different. Sometimes right. we can't always control that certain opportunities happen at, at sort of different points of our life. Sometimes things happen all at once and right. sometimes you know you might have a ten year old and something's happening. So right. it's You know, everyone's journey is super unique. I just try to always be very transparent that it really does take a village and I count on a lot of people, you know, everything from caregivers to my parents, to my siblings, Mm -hmm. to friends. And so I think it's important to accept help from your village and to also surround yourself with people who encourage you to keep going. And I think that's really key too. I have the best husband. He's so so supportive. Like it really, really requires that. And Mm -hmm. I think it doesn't always get talked about, you know, a lot, but just really understanding that it takes such, you know, a team of people and, thank God I have a good husband. <laughs> yeah, he really, no, he I, really is there to support, you know? Yeah. I feel the exact same way. It's like,
0: it seems like from social media, all these people are just doing it all themselves because they're just posting themselves all day. But like in order to run that, which is a business in and it of itself, like your own account and another company, it's, yes, it takes multiple people and people need to remember that so that they don't feel bad about themselves, you know, that mm-hmm. they're, because it,
1: Yeah, Otherwise, it can feel there's a lot there's a lot of pressure. Yeah, I was actually just telling my husband this the other night because there seems like there's so much pressure everywhere I go where people, you know, you want to you want to become a mom and then you want to be a great friend and you want to be a good wife and you want to change the world. Yeah, like everyone's changing the world, successful and and have an impact. Yeah, Yeah. you know, we're all we're we're trying to fulfill all of these and then look good and right. (laughs) It's a lot of roles. (laughs) Yeah, you know, but you need you need that encouragement, Mm -hmm. I think, to keep going and again to understand that you're going to be a bit imbalanced And so I think it's just, it's having an understanding for that. And then having people, you know, like, thank goodness my, you know, my husband and my parents and my brothers and my sisters, they really encourage me to keep going. Yeah. Even when you feel super overwhelmed and you wonder like, I don't know, can I do it? Can I do it? And so I feel very grateful that the, the people mm-hmm. that I am surrounded by and the people in my home really push me and encourage me and really honor what, what they believe are my biggest strengths. Yeah. And I, that's the only way that this could work. Yeah, you're so lucky to have that.
0: I feel
2: like we've also been comfortable saying no to things. So Uh I think we try to not overcommit ourselves or RSVB to too many events or take too many meetings Mm -hmm. or calls because Mm -hmm. what happens is you get so behind if you start saying yes to all these things because you feel bad and then Mm -hmm. you can't do the things you're actually supposed to be doing Mm -hmm. if you overcommit yourself by going to a lunch meeting or a phone call because… We were like, okay, lunch meetings are great, but if you have to take the time and go, you drive an hour there, have the lunch meeting and come back, you've missed half the day and now you're stressed at work because you're trying to play catch up. So mm-hmm. we're, we just try to be comfortable with saying no to things yeah. and not overcommitting ourselves. And, and I not think, feeling like a bitch not, when you're yeah, saying you no. Just, you shouldn't yeah. feel bad about it. Mm-hmm. And it, you're just doing whatever you can that's best for yourself, best for your family, best for your company by
0: saying no and just feeling okay with it. I think that's so important for people to hear because I definitely have struggled with that. I've recently… Gotten better about it just because I was so burnt out, but I still sometimes will feel bad. My husband's always saying, like, all you do is say you feel bad, you know, like that, those two words feel bad, but it's like, you have to really kind of make a little list of pros and cons in your head of like, how is this going to serve me? How is this going to serve my family? How is this going to serve my business? And like then make the decision from there. Is there any kind of structure to your schedules or routines that you have? (laughs) Or is it kind of all over the place? You laugh because like I started a structure that I did it for like a month. And then now it's just back to being all over the place. I was like, Mondays is at home organizing emails, calls, blah, blah, blah. Tuesday, is recording podcasts, meetings out and about. Wednesdays is like all shooting content, whatever I have to do. And then Thursday and Friday is kind of open, like be with my son, do pick up and drop off. Mm-hmm. And then if there's whatever I need to do in those days. So I tried this <laughs> schedule. It sounds oh, like a dream world. Day, but it's like,
2: so <laughs> I mean But I think things happen. It's like so if you can if someone can only come record a podcast with you on a Monday, then it changes your Monday Tuesday. Right. right. And so we try our best and we're actually opening our first summer Fridays headquarters very soon, our first office space. So we've been, since 2016, working from home and co-working spaces. And so we haven't had the structure, I think, that we've wanted and craved. And Mm -hmm. I think we will have that soon. And I think it's hard as creators and content creators and influencers. And when you're starting a business, you work from home. You work from wherever you can. You work from your dining room table, your bed with a computer. And so it's hard to have structure. And then in influencer life, there is no Day. There's no clock in, clock out. Right. It can start at nine in the morning because you could have a shoot, and it could end at 10 p.m. because you go to an event at eight or nine. Right. So, and it can go Saturdays and Sundays. So you'll have to force yourself, I think, to have it. But, I know.
1: I mean, it's so hard. It's funny because I feel like you every week, I'm like, okay, Marianne, I have a new routine. <laughs> I was like, so the preschool drop-off, and then we going to meet you at the office. We're going to do calls on Tuesdays and Thursdays and yeah. meetings on Wednesdays. And so, and then we fantasize this whole routine, and then we do it for one week. And then the next week, it's like, yes, again, something pops up or right. someone wants to Or we're right out of town you, or, for like 10 days. Right, exactly. right. What was exactly what we're about to be doing? We're literally leaving for almost two weeks. And so, you know, that routine is a bit hard. I did come from, I mean, both of us because we – We worked very, like, traditional – well, somewhat traditional. We were – and I was a news anchor and she was a TV host. And so – but my hours were very set, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I knew exactly when I came in. I knew usually around when I left. And when I was off, I was really off. And Mm -hmm. so I think sometimes I really crave some of that same routine and structure, you know? know. It's like, oh, I sometimes kind of want that time off. But Mm -hmm. then I also sometimes find that I when I become very hyper-aware of it and almost obsess over it too much, it ends up – kind of working against me. Mm -hmm. You know, I no longer feel creative. I end up feeling frustrated Mm -hmm. and out of control. And so I give myself like a loose routine, you know, like I know what time preschool drop-off is every morning. I'm also really disciplined about things that I can't control. So for instance, like I'll pick up my outfit the night before. That's yeah. a really simple thing that I started doing in middle school, but it's like really, really helps. Like down to everything, like my bra, my underwear. All yeah, the way. I, I is, used like, to do that too. I used before. to lay it on the ground, like <laughs> as a human with the earrings on top. <laughs> oh of the my shirt. god! Like I'd that. lay it out like how I would wear it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then it means it's like one less thing to do in the morning. Yeah, you know? and so yeah. and that's or why like, you always look
0: so put together. But how long it's does, like, does it even take before? you to pick out an outfit? Like I've even gotten to the point where I have hired stylists to like come work in my closet and make because I was a designer. And so I feel like I can be creative that way. But putting together looks is not my strong suit. And a lot of people don't understand that there's like a real difference between designing and styling, obviously. Yeah. What are some good tips we can give for women to like this, laying out your outfit the night before that seems so easy, but it like really helps.
2: I feel like having like a signature style is really helpful. So if you Mm -hmm. really don't know what to wear, if you just go to your go-to outfit, Mm -hmm. usually for me, it's like jeans, booties, and like a bodysuit. Mm. And like Lawrence is like jeans, heels, and a crop top. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, but like she looks great, and like they're like the very chic. Yeah, like, yes. like crop sweaters, crop shirts. So it's like, like yeah. know your
1: strong suits yeah. and just
0: dress to those when in doubt. Yeah, yeah. and you know
1: what your you know everyone kind of knows what their role or their job is each day. Yeah, to the, to the extent that you you're kind of dressing for something similar each day. Mm-hmm. Of course, there are some days that are a bit more elevated and there are some days that are really casual. Yeah. But you kind of know what your day looks like. You know, for us, we can be relatively casual. Um, right. So like jeans and a sweater are perfect and a heel. We know that we can pretty much wear that. Mm-hmm. To and you
0: could also wear like workout clothes to your office or mm-hmm. we work or wherever yeah. you go
1: if you had to. Totally. Yeah. Even that's what I love wear- about
0: the culture these days is also like. Yeah it doesn't really matter. It's also very on
2: brand for us. Like I feel like for us to show up in like our normal clothes, it would be funny if we try to come dressed up because I feel like it's not even who our brand is. Like we just, we're very summer Fridays in like our whole lifestyle. So I think showing up in our, like today I'm wearing the color of our next product launch. So it's like we dress like our products.
1: Yeah. That's also helpful to color, like to pick a couple of key colors in your closet that you know you look good in, that make you happy. Match with everything. Yeah. You know, and then it's easy to put together. I can literally make, and match any pair of like jeans with my shoes with my sweaters because I kind of have a key color palette which again sounds funny but it just makes it really easy yeah um, I doesn't I don't have to think as much when I'm in a hurry and getting ready and maybe that's just something to do with getting older that I'm like okay this is what I know I like right and I have like happy shirts so I'm like okay if, I- <laughs> <laughs> this makes if I'm me happy. feeling down I just I know I'm like oh that color makes me happy that's and so cute it just cute. makes me feel enthusiastic that's you so know? cute do you get dress cute to drop off your kid at school? It depends on the day, but I usually am dressed for work to the go to work yeah. after. Yeah. So okay. I don't do, I don't do a lot of like in my workout clothes drop-offs only because I usually don't work out right after. So I'll okay. either, like I personally usually do my workouts in the morning, like yeah. before all of that happens or yeah. like late afternoon, evening. Cause I like to drop him off and then I'm up and I'm ready. And then I like to just get in to my work.
0: Yeah. Um, That's smart. I go, I drop him off in sweats and I've always feel like all the moms are looking at me like, are you going to do anything today? Like, (laughs) Where are you going
1: in that after this? (laughs) Like I have plans. Yeah. I mean, I just
0: get a late start. My routine is just like I wake up and deal with Sunny first and don't, I'm not really concerned with myself yet. And I don't have like a full on business like you guys where I have to be dressed up to go in anywhere so I'll just deal with him first and drop him off in like sweatpants yeah. and then go work out and then get ready for the day so my starts later but it is true it's like when you work for yourself essentially, you're an entrepreneur like you only you get out what you put in so it's hard to really set limits and like turn the clock off i could ask you guys a million questions just your social stuff like a lot of it, obviously, you're just posting as the day goes, like just posting what your day looks like. But are you guys planning a lot in advance too? Like your content, themes for your content, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, I feel like it's mixed. It just depends what it is. I think
2: I don't really shoot content in real time as much anymore, as much as I'd love to. And I prefer to post it that way. But I feel like a lot of times we just end up working all day long and we're literally sitting in front of a computer and there's no time to take a picture of what we're doing. Mm -hmm. So I don't shoot as much in real time as I'd like to. I'm trying to shoot more like Instagram stories and like daily vlogs now and just going back to sharing those more in the real, like real time moments and then pre-shooting content. So at least I know for my Instagram feed, I have stuff to post that I'm happy with. So I don't go too long. But then... We start to, like, think about our next product launches. So then we start shooting for that. And then we start, like, thinking of our feed. So then we can align with, like, what's happening on Summer Fridays and, like, our content calendar on there of, like, the dates we start to tease a product when the product launch comes out. Right. Um, so we like to align those with that. But I feel like now it's different. Yeah. I mean, yeah. With, with
1: Summer with Summer Fridays, there's a bit more planning, obviously, because that's – it's our brand and it's our It's company. not a human that has a day. Mm-hmm. Then, right. Yeah. So it's, it's much easier to kind of plan, I right. think – you know, as much as I want to pre-plan on, on personal pages. And I and I do a bit. I mean, I definitely have in my mind of different things that I know I want to cover in a week. But mm-hmm. there's that human emotion that naturally comes in. And each day you might be feeling more strongly on something, you know, than another day. And so you feel more inspired to post about that specific topic or thing. But mm-hmm. what's really helped, and it was Marianna that gave me this piece of advice, um, which has been really, really helpful, is to pick a couple of pillars that are really important to you that you know you want to share with your community so Mm -hmm. instead of feeling so much pressure that you have to share everything from what you're eating to what you're wearing to the makeup you're using to like your routine at the gym to Mm -hmm. you just walking through the street talking about what you're doing that dates it's -hmm. it's a lot of pressure to put on yourself if you think you kind of have to share all of those things on all days right so I just kind of make a rough calendar it doesn't have to be a specific day but just every week I kind of go through that and I say okay did I share like for me it's wellness motherhood and skincare. Mm-hmm. So those are sort of the three things. And I'm like, okay, did I share enough about you know our products this week? Did I share a workout that I loved? And did I give something that was useful and inspiring to my other moms who yeah. are in this community? That and that really advice. it made it significantly easier. So mm-hmm. that way I wasn't trying to do... You, it's Be everything to see. everyone. Yeah.
0: yeah, I know. It's It does feel like a lot of pressure and you feel like, oh my God, everybody's doing everything. So I need to touch on everything. Yeah. But I think it is better to just like have your specialties and just we're human. We're passionate about, you know, certain things. Yeah. So why not just like highlight those mm-hmm. passions on social media? Before we finish, since you guys do have a new product launch, why don't you guys just talk about that so people can
1: hear about it and know about it yes new products Our super amino gel cleanser it's phenomenal obviously we're biased because (laughs) we created it um, but it's something that we've been working on for a long long time time Mm -hmm. try
2: like i feel like maybe more than than that yeah i feel like we were trying to we were like going We were trying to perfect it and then we kept coming back to it and we always feel like we're not going to launch something unless it's better than everything else that we've tried like do we love this more than something we currently use. And if we don't, we're just not. Like, there's another product coming out this year, and oh, my goodness – it was oh, yeah. like it's so good, but we went through like honestly, I'm not even joking like 40 rounds to get to this, and probably years more of, than
1: that. Honestly, that's amazing.
2: It took so long, and it's like it's good, but I still love this other thing better. So until it was better than what was out and what we were using, so that's how we feel about our cleanser too. I was like, wait, I, I'm not used to saying <laughs>
1: it out loud yet, out. Yeah. and I feel like I'm saying a bad word. About like, it. I know.
0: <laughs> cleanser? Don't worry, it's not gonna leak. I'm not yeah. gonna leak it. Um, I'm like recording it um, right now,
1: but it's so good.
2: It's so special. It's like just one of those daily everyday products you want to use and and our community kept asking for these products they want to use all the time. And I think now they really want to fill out their skincare routine with all summer Fridays. They want to use all things from us all mm-hmm. morning, all night. And I think now they really can. So if you want to have a really simple skincare routine in the morning, you can use our cleanser or vitamin C serum and jet lag as a moisturizer. And you don't even need any other products except for adding in a sunscreen from another brand. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And it's it's a gentle jaw cleanser. I mean, you can, people can pH use it balancing. every single day. Yeah. So it's something that will really get off dirt and makeup, but it's also not too drying, to where if you're mm-hmm. washing your face, you kind of have that that sort of- That like tightness feeling, feeling yes, afterwards. Yeah. Which yeah. none of us really like having. So this yeah. this is, I mean, this is, is great. You can
2: it smells it. so good. and yeah. It's so oh, pretty. It's and really special. It's amazing. I'm so excited yeah. for you guys. And I feel like
1: this is, this I think it feels especially exciting too because this is really such a, a significant product in someone's routine. Mm-hmm. So- to me, it feels like it's it's at a point of, of having our brand to where we have a community who will make that switch. And yeah. I think it's a big ask to ask someone to switch a cleanser that they might have been. Well, using you've had the before. favorite,
2: a uh, favorite cleanser for like I mean, a decade, f- literally. I've really? used the same
1: cleanser, and so and it's a lot to ask of someone to switch. But I feel like we're at this really special point where people they know our products. We create things truly for our community. We listen to everything that they say. We mm-hmm. don't have ingredients that we know they won't like, and we also include things that we know will be really special and be different. And so this feels like a really special time for us because I think it's it, it mm-hmm. shows that we can really be a part of everyone's
0: daily routine. Yeah, amazing. I'm so excited because I'm. The kind of person that has like six different cleansers in my shower, mm-hmm. and depending on how my skin feels that well, day, we have we'll determine seven. Have ours- but- <laughs> yes, but maybe this will do the trick, and I can get them all yes. out, and then my husband I won't get so. mad at me Any for you taking perfect up the whole skin. shelf. Your yeah, skin's amazing. Oh my god, thank you guys. yeah Well, this was so much fun. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, so for, having much for, thank you for having
1: us. We loved it. All good.